Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. By now, everyone's heard the expression, fake it till you make it. And you may be wondering, how, if at all, does that apply to Executive Presence? Is it a good idea to fake executive presence or is it even possible? So we have to be a little bit more specific about what we mean by faking it in order to answer that question. First thing I'll say, faking skill or competence generally isn't really a great idea. If someone said, hey, we need a Formula One driver or we need a surgeon, and I decided to fake my skill or competence so I could get the opportunity to do that, maybe for lots of money, mm, probably not a good idea. So faking it, first of all, doesn't always allow you to make it. And second of all, it's not always something you want to do because the faking doesn't really get you anywhere where you should be, even if you're successful in faking it. Now, when is it a good idea, and why do we even have this expression, fake it till you make it? So one specific use case or scenario where I think it kind of makes sense is when you actually do have the skill or competence. And what you're faking is not your ability, but perhaps you're faking that you don't have as much self-doubt or fear as you do, right? So that's more your internal psychology where people may need to have faith in you and you do have the ability, but if you start to doubt yourself, that could have a bad knock-on effect and people could doubt you as well. They may not execute as well and that's when things start to fall apart or go wrong. And that really lines up quite well with our definition of executive presence, which is the ability to inspire confidence that you can lead well in a given situation. Notice, you don't have to have confidence to inspire confidence. I've talked about it in previous episodes that it's very hard to inspire confidence if you don't have it. And it's better to have it, of course, so you can inspire it, but technically, all you really need is the ability to inspire confidence. So if by some miracle you're able to do it, and there are other states of being that help inspire that confidence. So the six degrees of executive presence that we talk about aren't just confidence, right? They also include the states of being of being proactive, resolute, equanimity, stillness, being engaged, and then last but not least, and definitely, you know, not the be-all and end-all, confidence. So something to think about as you go through your day, when are the times where it's really a good idea for you to cover or to temporarily put aside your self-doubt? and to keep going until you start to feel the confidence because you do have the ability, it's just a temporary moment of self-doubt. 
when are those moments versus when are the moments where as a true executive or someone with executive presence, it's a better idea to say, you know what, I'm not confident about this. I'm not so sure I need help because that's also the mark of a mature leader, someone with executive presence, when they know enough to raise their hand to say that they should not be faking it and that they need some expertise, either hired or on the team, to help them. Because the ultimate goal is not to be perceived as the best person, but to do the best you can for the team, for the organization. And if you do that overall, hopefully that will take care of your career as well. So I'm curious to hear from you, what are the times where you've had to fake it and how did it go? I uh, would love for you to leave a voice message on Anchor FM or send us an email at joe at connectioncounselor.com. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thank you for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. Hi, I hope you've had a really wonderful week and are looking forward to the weekend. I know I am. So I was wondering, and I get this question a lot, what do you do and how do you look the part of an executive when you don't look the part of the executive? So I'm being fairly non-specific here because there could be various reasons why you don't look the part of the executive. And I'm not really targeting any specific one in today's particular episode, but generally, let's just say the expectation of those, right? The expectation of those who um, it's important that they feel you have executive presence because they need to follow you, or they may be the ones who are in charge of assigning the next leader or the next opportunity or the next promotion. What happens when their expectation of what a leader looks like isn't what you look like? And by looks, I'm talking about things that are not easily changed, right? So I'm not talking necessarily about your hairstyle or your clothing, right? I'm, I'm talking more on a fundamental level where you're, it's not things that you're really going to want to change about yourself or can't even, right? So it could be your relative height, it could be your gender, it could be your ethnicity, for whatever reason. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel.